to the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one show to bring you all things Club America and English. Your hosts for today are Ivan Pineda, Cristian Rosendo, Alexis Juarez, and everyone's favorite cowboy, Dylan Jimenez. Now let's hit the field and start the show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Eagle Eye Podcast. Welcome to our Lady Aguila Centra Podcast, where we're going to be talking and recapping everything in regards to America Feminine's matchup against Cruz Azul, and we're going to look ahead into the future as we have the Clásico Nacional yet again around the corner. And joining me, as always, is our Lady Aguila's expertise, none other than AJ. AJ, how are you? Oh, I'm doing good. Just really excited for the upcoming match against Chivas. It's Clásico Nacional, and we just have Clásicos left and right for América in general, so I'm always happy when they come around. Definitely. Clásicos here, Clásicos there, and Clásicos everywhere. And of course, making a return to the Ladies Aguilas podcast, it is everyone's favorite cowboy. It is the man himself, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Dylan Jimenez. Dylan, how are you? Hey guys, uh, I'm doing good. Um, you know, just chilling, just spending my day cleaning, and then, you know, now I'm here. So let's let's, let's get started. Let's get started. Might as well jump right into it, as Dylan alluded to. Gentlemen, America Feminine is coming off a 2-1 victory at home in uh, in the Estadística against Cruz Azul Feminine. It was a matchup in where we dominated most of the match, yet, again, defensive mistakes, defensive blips, cause us to then again fight for the result. AJ, talk to me about what went right in this game. We talked about it last week that we needed to see a little bit more consistency in front of goal. We needed to have a little bit more of that perseverance. Did you see that out there on the pitch or did we kind of lack uh, what we were talking about? Seems like we lacked in the part where we did get our 11. We did get 11 shots. It's a good amount, but really... With the players that we did have up front, I would have expected more. But all in all, I mean, we did what we had to do out there. I mean, it was a tough match at the very end of the day, just as Craig always mentions every single time when he's asked a question about how the team did. It's Kusa Su. They were, hung- they were hungry to defeat us. They gave it their all, and so did America. But all I mean, with the stats here that we have, 11 shots, five shots on target with two goals, I mean, we did our thing. Was it the result that I feel like we could we wanted yeah could have been more goals most definitely but all in all the ladies have to do what they have to do i mean especially as well it's a classical these games are always going to be tough it's never going to be a walk in the park for this team but all in all they did do what they had to do even though they did have some scary moments in the match yeah and and look we were talking about defensive solidarity at the back dylan and for the majority of this match you didn't see too much trouble Coming at Renata Macharelli, I think Jocelyn had had a pretty good game alongside Janelli Farias. But it's those set pieces again that seem to be our Achilles heel. How do you go about fixing that coming up close to a Clásico Nacional, seeing as how we conceded from them and we almost conceded against Cruz Azul early in the match? Why is it that we have two of the tallest center backs probably in the league, and yet we still are unable to find a way to defend set pieces. Well, this is, this is awkward. <laughs> Ivan, uh, <laughs> um, I was pretty busy at work, so I kind of missed a good chunk of the first half and, and probably that, so I couldn't really tell you much. 
about what's going on. And uh, that's why I probably couldn't remember. Like, what did I even do Friday? What did I even have for dinner for Monday? Monday, my bad. <laughs> Monday. <laughs> You're already thinking um, about Friday. <laughs> yeah, I'm already thinking about Friday. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm just going to just say um, from what I can. Think, but do you think it's kind of like a, a, a just like a confidence thing? Is it is something that's plaguing them in the head? Like, like we obviously have an aerial advantage but yet every team seems to find the ball no i mean to me uh from, from just even re- remembering uh the, the few set pieces that this team even had um you know i i think it's just kind of a, a, a little bit of lack of confidence and just some things that obviously need to be worked out in the training ground um seeing some of it like you kind of mentioned too with the uh, joss and janelli i mean uh these two um, are pretty pretty key, you know, whether, you know, you're defending a set piece or, you know, you're attacking on a set piece, you know, these, these two are going to be key, um, no matter what, in my opinion, um, and, and what's going to what's gonna come about. I mean, you, you kind of mentioned it too. Um, you got to be aware of your surroundings, you know, you got to have these two communicating with everybody in the box and who has who, you know, not just necessarily ball watching, but you're also trying to keep your eye on the player that you're going to be marking too. Um, there's just a lot of kinks and, you know, maybe – Harrington needs to be uh, working out a few wrinkles on the training ground, you know, to, you know, get the confidence going again in these set pieces, you know, to keep going uh, uh, forward, you know, whether defending or attacking the set pieces. Um, there's just a lot of work that needs to be done, in my opinion. Uh, but I, I really have no doubt that they can get it down. But, you know, these these next couple of weeks, especially coming up against U.S., I think they're going to be uh, these set pieces will be crucial, too. Yeah, AJ, I mean, how do you go about fixing something like that with less than a week to go before you go up against Chivas? More like less than five days or anything. It's really just communication. It's really key. You know, you could be the tall, you could really be that tallest center back in the entire league when it comes to set pieces. But if you're not constantly communicating with the players that are inside the box with you, telling who to mark who, it ain't going to happen. Nothing much is going to really matter at the end because that ball could just go right over you. You think you have your player covered, but then you have someone else completely unmarked by one of their teammates. And then from there on, they get a chance at goal and see that's just what happened. Well, Mashay did knock the ball out. No one took a look at Ana Huerta from the side. She lets in a shot and just goes right into the back of the net. And everyone's just looking to just like what happened. At the same time, they should be asking themselves, well, like, did no one really cover? Because she had all the she had all the space to take that shot and she made the most of it. So really. For this America side, like especially in defense, really deep, that communication is keen. It seems like from time and time again, set pieces are always going to be plaguing us. It seems like no matter what the scenario is, we always seem to concede from a set piece somehow. Even despite what like good defender, like, a good back four that we have, whether it is uh, Monica, uh, Monica Rodriguez, Jenny Farias, Justin on ahead, and and um, whoever else is on the left hand side, whether it be Carluna, just I don't know. Really, communication is going to be really important. That defense is really need to just take a look at all those open seats that they see when a set piece happens. They need to yell at one another if necessary. And the goalkeeper as well. Make sure that, that you know, they have cl- a clear look to where that ball is at to get themselves um, set up for that shot that might be coming at them. No, yeah, I agree. I, I, uh, you saw the lack of communication in that goal that we conceded, and we'll get to it in just a second. Um, I think a lot of parties were involved that could take big blame uh, but ultimately, you mentioned it, AJ, the communication is lacking at times. I mean, perfect example, I think, of, of what you mentioned, right? The the, the free kick that Cruzul gets in the opening minutes, gets the ball in, hits the post. 
Janelle Farias should be getting there first, and yet she gets beaten to the ball, and Cruz Azul almost opened the scoreline. Again, communication just wasn't there uh, from either party, whether it's the goalkeeper, whether it's the defenders, the midfielder. Something's lacking in that department, and I think that is the main concern. I did see an America side that was trying to be, you know, daring. Um, at times, we were making improper passing, and and I think that's just kind of the way things go sometimes when you're out there on the pitch. But for the majority of the time, it looked like America felt comfortable on the ball and confident on the ball, which is something that I think is promising moving on into the Clásico Nacional, right? You saw it in the second half a little bit more so, that they were definitely trying to go for it. They were trying to get their goal. Um, and ultimately, and it, it does end up coming, you know? So is it a tale of two halves again, AJ? It seemed like that was the case because the substitutions that we did make towards the very end of the first one, we see Jocelyn go in for um, Ale Godinez. I definitely did see a change in that defense. While we did look okay, though I feel like the defense, the defensive change was needed, especially if we we're going to get defeated in set piece. I guess that's why we had Jocelyn subbed in. Especially at the beginning of the second, we put in Daniela Espinosa and Eva Gonzalez. You definitely see a change in the offense. We were hungry immediately to get ourselves into this game and score on goal. And you saw right there, Daniela Espinosa, she scored two goals in this game coming off the bench, which is really good, which puts her up to a total, if I am not mistaken, seven goals into the season, which is really good. She's already surpassed what she's had last season, which is what you love to see from this side. Though, it's just those um, unfortunate times where in set pieces, when it happens, you get really worried at seeing from this side. But all in all, it definitely was a tale of two halves. Um, Crystal, like I said again, they were hungry. They gave it their all. They gave us a tough fight. We also came out with the three points of the Azteca. But this would be this is definitely gonna be something we need to take a look at. Try not to really have a tail of two halves. Just play at your strongest for the full ninety minutes, especially since towards the um latter end of the season we are facing against really tough opponents. And you know what, Danny could have walked away with a hat trick if that penalty would have come. Oh, uh, and look, it's wishy-washy, right? It, it's mm-hmm. look at the end of the day, and she almost scored that free kick too, by the way. Um, <laughs> so she was she was definitely on a roll right there, and it's good to see Danny, like I mentioned, explode. And and we talked about it last week, Dylan, right? The importance of her having the type of game that she did ahead of the Clásico Nacional, wearing that number ten jersey. Uh, it looks like she's the only one living it up to right now in that institution. Yeah, uh, oh, that's a that's a different that's a different story. We won't, won't go there for that, but uh, <laughs> but um, no, I mean, uh, uh, kind of backtracking what AJ was saying. You know, there there were still lots of chances in this game. I mean, this game could have easily been put away. You know, mm-hmm. a little bit early too. Um, so you know, it, it goes back to saying like at least we're kind of seeing this team. You know, keeping that consistency going forward. You know, with the chances. You know, creating those chances. It's just you know at the end of the day, burying them, putting them in the back of the net. So. Um, in some way, you know, I still have, I still have like these high hopes. I still have this high confidence of this team because uh, even even as uh, AJ said, um, you see some of the substitutions come in. You know, you see the way the the, the pace of the game changes, how the attack is being played. You know, I've, I've loved seeing that. You know, I'm, I'm really loving the chances tree. Like I said, now it's just you know pretty much just finishing them because this, this game could have easily been put away early. Like I said. And it goes back to that conversation we had last week, right? The consistency in front of goal has been lacking. And we thought, strap on your lacing boots. And by the way, Danny Espinosa must have tied him up three times, like we mentioned, because 
he, she definitely you. put the <laughs> she put the ball in the back <laughs> of the net. Something, <laughs> something that uh, no other te- no other player could have done. So um, I'm looking at Kiana Palacios, who I don't think had her best game in an America jersey, but I don't think it was her worst one either. AJ, if that's fair enough to say. Uh, yeah, it's not like to what it was against Mazatlan, where she definitely could have been the hero of the match with the opportunity she had. But yeah, it's not as bad as the Mazatlan game, but with the sign like Palacios and the name like hers, you'd expect her, especially during a match like this against Cruz Azul in the Classical Hoven, you expect her to be present there, but I don't know. I mean, it's not to say that she was doing a bad job at Mm it. I just think that things weren't panning out for her. I mean, what, she had a header that if it just like two, three inches, uh, you know, a little bit more to the right-hand side of the goalkeeper and it's going in. Like, you know, she had her opportunities. It wasn't that she, you know, didn't get any service either. Um, I just think it was kind of one of those unlucky nights for her. Uh, again, I don't think as an America striker, you have kind of, you know, that excuse because of the jersey you're wearing, right? There's no such thing as an unlucky night. It's just mm-hmm. you didn't perform. And I, like, again, I'm not trying to say she didn't. I, I think that she just was doing a little bit more of the dirty work, um, running around, chasing balls trying to open up spaces, which I think she did. I mean, there was a couple of times where she opened up Danny. I think one of the goals was because Keanu Palacios made a pretty good run in and, and uh, Danny was able to take up the space. So it's not to say that she wasn't involved. I just think the fact that she's not on the score sheet and the fact that we were so used to seeing her on the score sheet, Dylan, uh-huh. makes people wonder sometimes uh, whether or not she's fully recovered from that injury. Yeah, and, and it kind of goes back to, you know, just that mentality that you that you have, especially coming off of injury, too, because, you know, you could say you're 100%, but, you know, you can tell on the pitch, you know, whether you're going to play like it or not. And, you know what, to me, you know, that's okay because, you know, you, you as a player, you're still going to want to go out there and play. You still want to give it your all. And I feel like, in a sense, you know, we got that, but you know, just the best that she, just the best that she could, and um, you know, I respect that. You know, for a player who wants to, you know, really go out and and play, but uh, uh, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, if if you feel that way, and you know, I guess you know, Craig, you know, Heron can see in that too. Then, you know, it, it's it's going to come down to it too. You know, whether he's going to, he feels like you're fit to play or not, and you know, we did see her play. I think Craig got it right on on the night, AJ. I mean, it's fair to say, right? I mean, I, the substitutions panned out perfectly. I, even the Sun Eleven, I think, was pretty much holding a pretty good of their own. I, I did feel we need a little bit more of an attacking mindset. So, hence why you bring in Eva, hence why you bring in Johnson, someone who's very much very skilled and orientated going forward. Um, so, again, and props to Harrington. I just I think his team lets him down again in moments where they shouldn't. And I'm not just talking about conceding a goal. You mentioned it, Dylan. Shots that could have ended up being a goal, could have put this game away minutes before we concede that goal against Cruz Azul. Um, but the reality is that we continue to start to, to put ourselves in these situations, AJ, where we're struggling to find the result. And I'm going to be honest with you. When Cruz Azul scores their goal, what is it, in the 81st minute or something like that? Yeah, 81st. I'm thinking to myself, oh, great. Here we go. Another two points drops that we're dropping at home. Yeah, no, that was scary. It was. (laughs) But the response was exactly what you wanted from America. Like, they, from the get-go, all right, boom, take a ball up top, and then you saw 
what you saw, Danny Espinosa putting uh, the ball in the back of the net. And I mean, what more could we say, right? They, she, she exploded. Like, this is the reason why I say she's the only ten that uh, in any institution right now that's actually, you know, doing do fulfilling up to that role. You see the celebrations, right? And I know there's so much more behind it because the season be past was terrible for her, mm-hmm. right? She was coming off the ghost of Monterrey past where things just did not go her way. She was plagued for a whole season uh, because of what happened. And she never really found her footing, right? Harrington comes in and says, you know what? We're going to drift you out to the right. We're going to give you a little bit more of that creativity uh, role. And you're going to have the liberty to kind of, you know, make and create and finish chances. She's stepped up to it. She's done well. Even when she's not on the score sheet, AJ, we're talking highly of her. And then when you see her celebrate the way that she does, she feels the passion, she feels the colors, and she understands what it is to play for this institution and the importance that she has as the captain of the team. And I think um, I think it was a great night for her all uh, overall. And I, 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 like I said, I think you she knows the assignment. Also. Yeah, she 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 know she knows the excitement perfectly, and so uh, I think that's going to carry this team forward, especially into a Clásico Nacional. You want your captain and your number ten feeling it, so it looks like she will be. Yeah, no, I just agree with everything. Just seeing the goals that she's scoring, the celebrations, like she knows what it feels like to wear the America jersey. She knows how to represent the team's colors, and she gave it her all out there. And just this season, like she's a completely different version of Donnie. This is maybe a similar time that we did so when, you know, she was scoring goals up top with Lucero Cuevas and Gas Cuevas and just seeing her just being happy, have that much creativity in that midfield, in that midfield work, um, role, get herself um, involved in the plays and the attacks. It's great what you love to see from her, especially as well. She was actually given the captain's armband in the second half as soon as she subbed in. Gas was the original captain. And from there, she's like, you take it. This is, your, this is yours to hold. And that, as Dylan and, said, she knew the and, assignment. And- Exactly. And that's awesome because you know what, AJ? How many times were we playing hot potato with that armband last season? Whoo, a bunch of times. And then, you know, every time we start, Donnie was our captain. It's the one time which he wasn't starting, gives it to our co-captain, Gus, which definitely um, should have the captain's armband as well when Donnie's not present. It's just great to see when she gets on. She's like, take it. It's your turn now. Yeah, do what you got to do. The captain's not on the pitch right now with JD, so... <sighs> Okay. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. I prefer not to speak. If I do, I am in big trouble. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk two things before we wrap up this classical Hoban. Uh, one, it is uh, the red card to Eva Gonzalez. She is going to be missing uh, the game against Chivas, which I think is a big, big loss on our part, AJ. I saw her as a starter for that game. Mm-hmm. I thought her and Cascova were going to do something interesting in that midfield, especially trying to hold off Chivas. Now it's going to be a big ask for uh, for Perez, mm-hmm. who most likely is going to be playing in that position. We'll see what she's capable of doing. Big ask, but I do know that she's capable of putting in a good shift. So she's going to put a, have to put in the best shift yet. So uh, what did you think about that red card? Was it reckless of her to give away that foul? I mean, Kususu were on the counter. We were 2-1 up. It looked like they had numbers. I thought it was, I thought it was a smart foul until I realized that she had a yellow already. And I was like, oh. You see, I understand why she was clapping her hands. I'm like, you do realize you're missing the Clásico Nacional, right? You do realize that. So my first thing is like, wait, why are you clapping for? I mean, 
If they could try to overturn it somehow, which I highly doubt it's not. I mean, then no, they're not. They yeah, they're not going to. So the thing is, like, I didn't understand why she had to do that tackle. I mean, it was a smart tackle, but if it wasn't for the first yell that she did receive. So for that, not good. I can only imagine Craig is looking to just wonder, like, why do you just do that? You're, I, I'm gonna need you for the next match. So really, for Perez now, really big assignment and. If for some reason Perez... Oh, we've lost AJ for just a second right there. Oh, oh no. Oh, okay. No, you're good now. You're good now. Um, I forbid that if Perez ends up getting injured, we have to look at Zayda Moreno, our youngster, and it's like, you're going in. So... Hey, I mean... Hey. We'll see. We'll see. Dylan, if you're Craig and, and you see that happen, uh, Cruz Hugo on the break, probably we're getting numbers forward and you saw that there was that weakness. Eva does the challenge. She gets the red card. Knowing that you have a big game, what do you say to a player like Eva? Good job. You knew what to do. Yes. I like it. And I'll tell you the why, AJ. And I know, and 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 I'm kind of on your boat too because we definitely needed her because this Shiva side is no joke. But again, it comes back to the fundamentals of do they understand the assignment? Do they do they understand the institution that they're representing? And do they feel the colors for the jersey? And I think any other player probably doesn't do whatever did, knowing that they were on a yellow. And they say, you know what, we're just going to take it. But I think she understood that, look, this team is in dire need of points. They're in dire need of some momentum. And if I have to fall in order for them to fly, then so be it. And I think mm-hmm. that is one of the reasons as to why I'm not like overly criticizing Eva Gonzalez for getting that red card. Don't get me wrong. She will be missed. And I will be tweeting at the fact that she is missed on Monday when I'm like, why are we not holding the midfield? But again, I think it was the right thing to do. It was the right call. And, you know, like I said, sometimes you got to fall for the others to fly. Um, so on that aspect, maybe kudos to Eva, depending on how the game goes against she was. Um, the last thing before we kind of wrap it up here is that set piece goal that we concede off a corner kick. Another Messerelli is punching that ball, which I don't know why. She should be cra- uh, she should be at least trying to catch it. And if not, you punch it into a different direction, not just straight up back up to the back. All right. And then two, who is at the near who is at the uh, at the post that is unable to block that shot because it is literally passing them in the smallest of gap ever. And I'm just like, put a foot out. It's not that hard. And that ball wasn't even traveling 50 miles an hour that you weren't able to do anything about it. I mean, honestly, it reminds me uh, to a quote Dylan say, I don't even know where to begin because really <laughs> it's, it, uh, and like I get it. You stick the foot on that stat, but the thing is just like everyone just seemed to look at the ball for like after the ball goes in, they're like, it went in the back of the net. What happened? I was just like, did you just realize the ball went in the back of the net? Was no, everyone looked at Ana Huerta as like she was showing an example. This is how you do a one touch shot. I'm like, you're in a game though. Wake up. But I don't know. Things like that could definitely not be happening because especially you're going up against like your Rayadas. Your Chivas and your Tigas, like you do that, they're going to punish you. And there are players that are from like Gatti, uh, Monsivais, Licha, that if you give them that kind of space, they're going to punish you really hard for that. And they will just get it. That's essentially a free goal for them, is what you're asking. So, and I think you even see, I, I 
think it might have looked like down to yourself just like getting angry. It's just like that no one really marked the player that was up front. So set piece, I mean, it just seems like it's just a nightmare for America in general, for the men's team for the men's side and women's side of things. If it's a set piece, you're just like, please don't concede. But <laughs> yeah, at this point you you're saying a little prayer and you're holding your breath, but I mean, again, it's it goes back to the first thing that we were talking about, right? It's a, it's, it's finding a way to fix these mistakes in training, and let's hope that you know Harrington's able to do so. Uh, but is there anything else you gentlemen want to talk about in regards to the classical holding before we wrap it up here? Um, still, correct me if I'm wrong. Still unbeaten against Cruzul. Still unbeaten against Cruzul. Still unbeaten, baby. So. Besides the the win, you know, and and three points, you know, you're 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 getting a bit of more momentum you could because you're going into this game thinking like I just beat the team that still hasn't beat me, so yeah, yeah, no, that's good. I, I like that. That's 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 a really good kind of momentum push for them, and hopefully they see it that way as well, you know. But but yeah, still undefeated against Boom. Uh, against Boom, no, uh, still undefeated <laughs> against Cruz Azul, and. Uh, Let's hope that it stays like that, AJ. I would hope. I would hope so too. So <laughs> let it be. Let it be known we're the bigger team in Mexico City. Let it be known. So oh, yes, definitely. Um, but all right, gentlemen, that wraps up. America walks with three points away from home before their tr- flight over to Guadalajara. Again, three points massively, massively needed for America, and hopefully a shift in momentum and in. Um, Confidence. That's the reality of it. All right. Moving on into our next segment. But before we do, I want to remind everyone today's episode is brought to you by Foot Cult. If you guys haven't done so already, make sure you guys check out footcult.com. Use the discount code EEP at checkout to get 10% off. Again, that is discount code EEP at checkout to get 10% off all Foot Cult products. All right, gentlemen. Uh, AJ, you have any updates, any news, anything in and around the world of Coapa, or is it yet another quiet week over there? Just like another quiet week, but you know, you just have your occasional press conferences for Craig Harrington. He just knows what the objective is for this upcoming match against Chivas. You know, there are there are America's rivals have lots of history, especially in the MK seven E. We've had they've had exciting matches with plenty of goals. He just knows what, as mentioned before, he knows what a Clasico is like, or as Derby as they call it over there in his um, home country of England. But just yeah, no, he knows what the task is at the hand, and that's all to get the three points and defeat your rivals and his and his players they know exactly what they need to do on the pitch in order to get the results that they need no yeah i i i, I completely agree with you in that department also talk about press conferences uh, i'm just kind of want to give a huge shout out to the america translator for craig harrington alan uh i don't think you'll be listening to this but huge shout out to you uh he is actually an ex-teammate of mine we went to high school together so when i saw that he was a uh, the translator I went what the heck what a small world crazy to think that I went to high school with someone not working with America so shout out to you uh, you know continue doing your thing man and you know uh, best of wishes for you and your family over in Mexico City but yes really cool really awesome and look at that guys small world small small world Um, alright gentlemen moving on into the next segment which is the segment we've all been waiting for America Ooh versus Chivas Chivas versus America. This game is going to be on Monday, October 11th. That is going to be at, correct me if I'm wrong, AJ, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 Central, I mean, 8 Eastern, 7 Central. 
Am I getting ten, that right? It's 10 o'clock for it's 10, 10 o'clock for me. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's a 7, 7 p.m. Pacific time, 9 central, 10 eastern. That is a late game, AJ. That's late a very game. late game to my Monday, but hey, it's kicking my um. I have something to look forward to on Monday, but then it will also depend how this result goes and whether my Monday ends on a good note or on a bad. So understood. Understood. Well, the ladies are going to be playing for a lot, not just for three points, but bragging rights and for the opportunity to say that they have beaten Chivas in a Clásico Nacional yet again. So, AJ, how are we feeling? How are we coming into this one? Momentum's looking like it's on the rise. Yes, we haven't had the best couple of games uh, on the road. We're struggling to find the back of the net. But what's going to be the turning point for our ladies against Shivas? Really? This is like games are going to be really tough. So for America to just play against Yeah, give it your all because these are going to be opponents you're most likely going to be seeing in the Liguilla. So really, last time we, fa- we faced against them, we got thrashed 4-2 at home in the Estadio Azteca, which wasn't really great. I mean, hey, they kind of did us a favor by getting Leo Cuellar sacked. So, I mean, that's the only time I'm going to be giving props. To them, but really though, America really they just need to give it their all guns a blazing from the get go and really just show this Chiva side that, that we're that we're the better team at the very end of the night. So really for Craig for Craig and his team, really just be possessive with that ball. Any oh any open opportunities that you get, really take those shots. We see this America side with plenty of chances to just get shots left and right. You see, especially we have players like Vivedo starting. Or Kiana or Donnie, whoever got the shot, we get the green light, so I'm shoot the ball and go. So really, this is the moment where we definitely need to make our stand and really um, prove to Chivas that we're better than you at the very end of the night, get those three points, and then we'll continue moving forward because these games are going to be really tough for America. And I feel like this is really the true test for America this season, in my opinion. Yep. I agree with you. I think it's going to be a really good matchup. And Dylan, how is it that we can go about avoiding this reaction <laughs> on Monday? <laughs> I don't even know how to follow that up anymore. <laughs> It's a good one there. <laughs> oh my gosh. You guys off my surprise yeah. there. <laughs> I call me my surprise too. I'm not going to lie. Oh, um, but just kind of piggybacking off of AJ a little bit. Um, I would love to, um, you know, see the kind of the, the, the worry go away about finishing your chances. You know, I would love to see an early goal in this game. I think, uh, like AJ said, you know, if you, if you come out, you know, and uh, you give it 110%, you go out, you know, guns blazing, and you get an early goal, then I think you're going to you're gonna find this Chivas team, you know, kind of on their heels, on their toes maybe, um, and just realize, like, like, wow, like, you know, this team really came out, you know, they scored early. Now, you know, just, just keeping them on their heels. And I, I think that's going to set the tone for the game if you get that early goal. Um, it's going to say – it's going to say a little something different about, about this team, you know, because, you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, I, I think we can kind of all agree. We, we don't necessarily hate the way this team's been playing because we, we have the chances created. It's just, you know, just finishing those chances. Yeah, look, if I was the manager, I'd tell Danny to lace up everyone's boot. Mm-hmm. Just 
truth, truth, truth be told, right? She's doing something right with her laces. And also, the reality is that look, Chivas is gonna come at us from the get go. They're gonna be in home turf, and they're gonna want to set the pace and the tempo of this match. I think that America will definitely try to, you know, absorb as much pressure as they can, but we can't fall into kind of that Cuellar ball, right? Where it's absorb, 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 and try to relieve on the counter. Because the reality of it is we're going to get, you know, we're going to get scored on if that's if that's how we want to want to play against Chivas. And you have to be a little bit smarter. Absorb some of the pressure, but relieve it not necessarily on the counter but relieve the pressure by having the ball and we've talked about this team being comfortable with it having a team that likes to move the ball around and is patient enough to look for a pass that is going to be important against Shivas is being as disciplined and being as compact as possible we are looking at this defense and thinking that you have to have the game of your life at this point, because you need to be as concrete and as solid as you have been all season long. This has to be the best game defensively for America. And that is a big ask because, again, lapses of misconcentration, Angie, have cost us not only chances, but goals. So set pieces will be important. How do you deal with that? Well, only one way to go about it is you're just going to have to suck it up and go and clear that ball, right? Get those fundamentals down. Doesn't have to be pretty the way you clear it, as long as you just get it away from danger. And then the responsibility is going to fall heavily on the midfield, right? Which is why we're going to say Eva Gonzalez is going to be a big, big miss because she could be the anchor of everything and she can also be the attack of it all as well. Very versatile, very much a machine out there on the pitch. And she knows a thing or two about scoring a long range distance against Chivas. So we're going to miss a little bit of that, but. I do say that to say this. Monse Hernandez, we saw it against Cruz Azul. She took her chances outside the box. She's got to do it against Chivas as well. Dani, we know she's got a rocket of a foot. She's going to have to test herself from 25-odd yards out. And Kiana Palacios, which I do think she might get to start, AJ. I'll ask you for your start in 11 in just a second. Needs to find the ball and needs to put it in the back of the net. This has to be the game for Kiana to get herself back on the score sheet and to get you know, piggyback this team into a victory. But AJ, enough about what I'm potentially predicting here. Give me your predicting starting 11, and we can go on about that. Mm-hmm. So goalie, I'm going to have Renata Mascheretti starting. A back force be consistent of Karen Luna, Justin Orejel, Jenny Farias, and Motsi Saldivar. Our midfields be consistent of Monza on the left, Dania on the right. We have Amanda Perez and Cascueva holding that midfield. And then up front, I'm going to have um, Kiana Palacios, and I'll have Stephanie Rivero. You think she's good to go for this game? I know, I know that she didn't play against Kuzusu because they were, you know, not they don't want to risk her. Mm-hmm. I I see Rivero more as a as an impact sub than anything. If anything, you could always have um, Natalia Malion right behind Kiana. You could put Kiana up front because I'm seeing this team for going for a four four one one. Formation for what I'm seeing, yeah. and this is looking as good as the line you could possibly can. Because with Monica Rodriguez, I really do not understand what's like going on with her. You see her on the bench at times, subs in, she's really good, man. I feel like she's going to be really be detrimental to this Casico Nacional as well because she definitely know just as much as Daniel has been, also know what it's like to play in these Casicos and represent the jersey. But 
I would really hope she um she would be present this game. If not, see the bench and give you know give it to someone like Mon- to all um, months inside the vibe. You know the youngsters she's doing really well this season so far. Fifteen years old, getting player starts under her belt and the experience and can't wait to see what she could do in the pitch. But all in all, I feel like this is a, I feel like this could be the lineup I could potentially see that Craig Carrington pulls up against um Chivas. I think that lineup's about ninety percent correct, right? You know, it's that midfielder doubt that we have right now with with Perez. Will she be there? Will she not? But most mostly, most likely, she will be. I don't see Craig throwing a, a you know a wrench in 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 your in your starting eleven. And the Ribeiro thing is still up in the air. I don't know whether she's ready to go one hundred percent or if she is. If they are willing to put her in the lineup, see how match fit ready she is. But again, it's a pretty good lineup. Would you change anything, Dylan? Mm, no, I feel fairly solid with that. Same here. So then let's let's assume we're going with that lineup going up against Chivas. We do know that uh, you know, they're 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 doing much better than we are in regards to form, right, AJ? I mean, we're undefeated in our last five games. Chivas have actually lost um two. They've lo- they've lost to um Pumas surprisingly, which hey, pasta Pumas, thank you. And they lo- they lost the wave five four. To Santos Laguna, which was a really exciting game. But from what I'm seeing with this Chivas side, though, when you really expose them on the defense, boy, you can definitely get opportunities. And especially if a player has a really strong foot and that ball goes top bins, these goals really ain't gonna be sell, um really gonna be saving saving it. I mean, there's no Blanca Felix. She ain't wanting to take the L this time, so someone's gotta take it for in return Celeste Espino. So See how that goes, but hey, and what I mean, is what is the, what does the L stand for in Celeste? I mean, she's still taking L's. I mean, funny enough, there's a lot of players on this team that have L in their names, and they're taking <laughs> L's left and right. They're, they better be ready. They're, they're gonna be handed the L, um, at their home stadium, so they better be prepared for a long night. Long Look, it's gonna be a minutes. long night for both teams. I think mm-hmm. that Chivas is gonna go out there and try to vindicate for you know the, the the past results, and then America is gonna have to try to weather the storm and be able to put some pressure on Chivas as well. I expect a back and forth game. I re- I really really do. Um, I don't expect it to be like that for any minutes. I expect the first twenty five minutes to be back and forth. Uh, that's the the storm that America needs to weather. If you're able to in that madness find a goal, then I think you 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 offset Chivas right. If um, Dylan, we talked about this so many times. The importance and how crucial it is to get an early goal in this game is pivotal to then manage it forward. Because if America is able to get a goal within the first 15 minutes of the match, you get under Chivas' uh, skin, and now you're dominating the, the game, at least in the mental aspect of things, because then you are then triggering something in them. And then if you're able to move the ball around the way we know they can, then that means that we're going to put ourselves in a more promising position to walk away with a result, which is nothing more than a win. Which definitely you know, agree with you, Evan. I I think that you're looking at that midfield to do a solid of a job to in the back line, and whoever is playing in that creative midfield role is going to be tasked with a lot, you know. And and Danny hopefully is at her A game, which she has been, to relieve some of that pressure because she can be that creative player, right? And Monse, you just got to throw her a ball and she will run. And she will 99% get there before the defender. So utilize that pace. Uh, utilize the, the smarts of Dani Espinosa and just get Kiana in a promising position and let her kind of olfato de goleador find 
her, find the back of the net for her. And, you know, she's got to tap into that, you know, sixth sense of a striker and just put the ball in the back of the net. I think that's the most important part. But again, first opening 25 minutes, gentlemen, really, really crucial. So how do you weather the storm, uh, Dylan? How do you weather the storm? Well, I've been, it depends. Do you like sitting under a tin roof whenever it's raining outside with an ice cold beer? Of course you do. I mean, I do at least. I mean, that's how you're going to have the rest of the storm. I mean, AJ said it AJ said it himself earlier, too. If you can catch this defense, the Chivas defense lacking, if you can catch them off guard, you know, and you get that early goal, then, you know, you're going you're gonna to find those mistakes in between. And we, and time and time again, and like we said, if we've seen this team create chances, you know, that's going to be no problem. It's going to be finished those chances. But like you Oh. said, I, I feel like going to be back and forth for that first. I think if you're able to, you know, you hear me? Yeah, go, go, go. We're good. We're good. You're good now. You're good? Okay, good. cool, cool, cool. Sorry. Okay, sorry. Um, if, if we're able to, you know, catch them off that guard somewhere in between or we we able to uh, get out of those first 20, 25 minutes, then, uh, then this team, I feel like the team is going to be um, good on the road. They're going to be going to go see the the wizard of oz you know like you know when they're going down the yellow brick road and everything yeah. and so um yeah i, I mean you're, you're this this team has a lot and like you said eva's out you know it's, it's going to be a big ask in, in that in that midfield in the holding spot but um i, I feel like this team is confident right now i feel like this team is, is going to do just fine um especially especially whenever you like this team on paper but it's just you know Everybody's gonna come out and play those full ninety minutes uh, come Monday. Yeah, I, I I agree with you, AJ. Um, yeah, no, really, just take those opportunities we create, plenty of them. But as Dylan mentioned, will we be finishing them? It is not a promise, but those chances that we really do have, we need to make the most out of it. So whoever's gonna be up front, whether it is Vieira, she's completely ready. If we get a Sarah um, Luber, Kian Palas is starting up. They need to make the most out of it because the goals really need to start coming from them, whoever's going to be playing up front. It's very crucial in these first 25 minutes. It's going to set the tone throughout this entire match, and those 25 minutes are very crucial. If you can get all those opportunities, we really need to make the most. I want to see that ball being placed into the back of the net. That's what's really important because we cannot consistently be creating so many of these opportunities only for either one to just go in. You don't want that because if, for a bit as well, those chances may never come in the game again, and you might end up finding yourself in a tough spot for the rest of the match, really. So those options you have, if you could definitely expose Chivas in that defense, those open spaces, or you even have a long shot. You know, in this league, long shots, when they're going in, I feel like it's like a 9% chance that long shot is going to be going in. You have that, take it. That's all I have to say, really. Just take these shots that we have against Chivas. Yeah, if, if you... Percent, if you huh? If you, if you can if you can limit Chiba's chances yeah, um, on on your end of the pitch, but like create your chances and, and keep going, um, you know obviously one's gonna find the back of the net. Um, you're gonna find Chiba slipping and, and lacking a little bit, like AJ like AJ has stated. So uh, I feel like that that's where this team is is gonna have to stay focused, especially whenever we talk about Joss and, and uh, Janelle, You know, communicating, and I think this is a big game too to for everybody to be communicating to where you're at and everything. Um, so if you can limit Chivas and and, and have, keep your chances going, then I think I think this team is going to be all right. Yeah, no, I I agree, and, and right the, the whole defensive you know 
aspect of this game has to be, like I mentioned, the best that this side has yet seen. So hopefully America can keep it tight at the back, organized, compact, uh, and, and really just kind of be as, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Disciplined. Disciplined out there. So, uh, again, big matchup, big setup. But you play in the biggest club in Mexico, the biggest club in CONCACAF. And heck, I would argue the biggest club in the world. All right? So go out there, perform, uh, and know that the world is watching because it's America versus Chivas, and that always draws attention, believe me. Um, all right, gentlemen, talk to me about who has to be the player of the game for America in order for us to walk away with three points. AJ? Um, for me, it's going to be Daniela Minosa. It's going to be that captain herself. She definitely has been having a really good season so far. Let's keep it going. I want to see her give it her all on that pitch 110%. She gets opportunity at goal, take it. It seems like with every chance that she's been getting this season, a lot of those chances are ending up in the back of the net, and that's what you'd love to see. So, Daniela Sinos is definitely my go-to player for this match. She needs to show up in this one. Perfect, Dylan. Um, I can't. I can't necessarily pick one person, Ivan, because um, I just got into talking about it. We need. We need the defense, and you know, Renata too to be communicating. So, you know, I'm, I'm really gonna be looking forward to looking forward and looking at this back line and Renata, Renata herself. You know, to just uh, uh, just communicating, and especially when if you want to limit Chivas' chances, um, you know, whenever they're attacking, you know, that's gonna be really crucial and key um, to me. To me, so you know, not just one person, but that whole back line or not the um, herself. Yeah, you guys took both of my players that I was thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking Danny because of course Danny, she's our captain, she's our number 10, and she's the, on fire, so she's gotta lead the line. I was thinking Renata too, gotta vindicate for some of those goals that she's gotten conceded on at against Chivas. And two, she's you know, she's she's leading the back line. So I was like, okay. And now so the only player left that I think also has to have a well-rounded matchup is Gas. Gas, I think, has to be detrimental for us uh, in that midfield role because you're asking a lot from her now. She's not only going to be your creative center mid, she's also going to have to be your center defensive mid for a good majority of this match. So a lot of the football that plays out in that matchup against Chivas is going to have to come through her uh, through her own passing. So... She's going to have to delegate. She's going to have to pull the strings. And she's going to have to run a lot, which I know she's capable of, right? She has an iron lung. I don't necessarily ever see her get tired since she's adapted to that center mid position, AJ. I know at the beginning it was costing her, but I think she's been able to manage it. Um, so I think she's going to be detrimental. She is our, you know, our second captain, and I, I think she used pivotal in order to win this midfield battle against Chivas and start distributing some stuff. So I'm looking at Cas to be kind of our go-to for the midfield and say, look, I got you guys in the back and I got you guys going forward. You guys just got to focus about putting that ball in the back of the net. So interesting enough, I mean, it's, it's not to say that only one, one play, we're going to rely solely on one player. I think AJ, I mean, Dylan, you, you put it perfectly. Right? It is a collective group effort. Effort, And if you want to walk away with three points, everyone's got to show up and everyone's got to play the game. Because if not, then what's the point of, you know, even trying to say that you're a team? So I think I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a lot of back and forth, like we mentioned. We're going to have our chances. AJ, like you mentioned, just no promises that we're going to be putting them in the back of the net. But this has to be the game that that does happen. I just want to see goals. 
mostly from America, not from Chivas at all. I don't want to see a single goal from them, but at the same time, I cannot promise that too because they have Licha Cervantes who has 11 goals. So, but this, this is going to be a really, this is going to paint to be a really exciting matchup. I mean, as well, it's going to be competing against the Clásico um, Berja as well with Tigres and Ayala. So, it's going to be a really... That's, that's, all, that's old news. It's okay. <laughs> but, yeah, no. I just want to see plenty of excitement for this match. These teams going back and forth. And I just all want to see goals at the very end. And most importantly, see America walk away with three points away from home. Definitely. And look, we need a victory on the road badly. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> and if so be it against Shivas and so be it against Shivas. But like I mentioned, a point is detrimental. I mean, three points is detrimental. A point will not suffice for America, uh, especially in the long haul, knowing that it's we're right around the corner towards the end of the regular season. We need to get these opportunities going. And we need to get these chances. Um Christopher is saying goal from Club America fan Ricardo Pepe. Uh, so shout out to Chris for for coming out on here. Um, Chris, I hope, you, I hope you're ready. Hope you're ready to watch uh, America Feminino on Monday. Shout out to what? Yeah, shout out, shout out, Chris. Uh, after that uh, small weather delay in LA against the Chargers, <laughs> I'm so, so so sorry. You had to go. You had to go through that, even though it's a closed stadium. I, I know, right? Pain. Hey, look, I can't speak for that. It could be, <laughs> it could, it could be worse. Could have been worse. Raiders. <laughs> there you go. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's all love here. All love. All right, gentlemen. With all of that said, give me your predictions for the game on Monday. AJ. I want to see chaos. You know, I'm going to 3-2 um, away victory. It's 3-2. 3-2 victory for America. 3-2 AJ. Goddamn. That's a lot of goals. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be madness. I feel it coming. I feel it coming in this match. All right. Okay, Dylan? <laughs> um, we're going we're gonna to grind out a 2-1 win. 2-1 like Okay. I'm going to be as bold as it can get, and I trust in our defense, and I trust in our goalkeeper to get Oh, you're going to say 4-0, aren't you? Stop. No, I'm going 2-0. I'm going 2-0. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that adventurous, okay? I'm going 2-0. I think, I, think, I think we can manage that early goal. I really do. But then that's going to open the floodgates for Chivas to try to come and press us. I feel like we're going to have the most organized game possible. And then... We're gonna get them. We're gonna nick a late one, kind of model line esque against Pumas, right? They're like late, late, late in the match. We're gonna put this game to bed. Uh, so I'll take it 2 0. Look, this game is gonna be a good one. You don't want to miss it. It's gonna be live via uh, Telemundo, right? Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, AJ, and the States, it's gonna be live yes. on uh, Telemundo for the States. That game's gonna get the in Pacific. Get the uh, app. We'll, 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 yeah, get the app. We'll get you fixed up. Don't worry, don't worry. Yeah, AJ, just tonight. send the link. Send the link. Just send the link. Just send the link, AJ. Uh, <laughs> so again, game 7 p.m. Pacific time, uh, 9 Central, 10 Eastern. AJ is going to have you guys covered with everything in regards to the Classico Nacional over on our Twitter account. So make sure you guys go follow us at Eagle Eye Podcast. Head on over there. We're going to get you guys covered with all the gifts and everything. And ladies, if for some reason you're listening to this podcast, he's going to have you guys covered with specific gifts of whatever you guys do in that matchup that is worth highlighting. 
So I'm talking to Renata Masherali, who is you know very keen on your gifts, AJ. All right. Very good job there in that department. Oh. Um, you know, I'm gonna have everyone uh pretty much ready up and set for the gifts. Uh but yeah, hopefully you guys are ready, hopefully you guys are excited. Uh and what more can I say, gentlemen? The Classico, it's always a good time to watch these. Uh and on a Monday night, right? So let's uh Let's see what happens. But I'm excited. I'm ready to go. And as I, as, uh, trust. as John, uh, what's his name? Sue Cliff would say, Monday Night Football. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I heard that for the first time. I'm like, oh, my God. There you go. We got to just, you know, we got to find a way to twist it around, make it for our Monday Night Football. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready to go. And, again. Should be a good one. Hopefully, these ladies come come out there and produce and score some goals. And really, that's all we really ask for. We we want that finishing department to start Please. doing their job. Please, so much needed. All right, gentlemen. Before we wrap it all up, anything else? Um, for Craig, I'm hoping to see him smile this time because he was definitely not happy in the last game against Cruzeiro. So even when we scored, he looked at the bench and me. He's like, "Get ready, warm up." That was gonna be you, Ivan. If you really said four zero, it's like, yeah. We're gonna need a switch. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna no, need that. that. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm just really looking forward to this match on Monday. What a way to kick the week off with a with the Glasgow National Feminine. So I really cannot wait and looking forward to this match. Definitely. And if I would have gone with this four old, then I mean Dylan's reaction would have all just <laughs> yeah, would have been all of us. That was gonna be all of us. <laughs> <laughs> all right gentlemen oh Sounds too, like too, oh, too bad to the too, too bad to the people that are listening audio only yeah 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 <laughs> the audio only be like what's going on but don't worry guys you, you guys head on over to our youtube account and you guys can watch this all over our twitter too the videos are saved over there so uh it's a good it's a good meme it's a good meme that we have of, of, of our beloved cowboy over here. Uh, but look, we just want to remind everyone that uh, we'll be back next week to talk all things Lady Aguilas. But beforehand, we do have something very special cooking up in the lines of work for America uh, for America's 105th anniversary. Our beloved cowboy has officially left. I don't know why he dipped so early. Uh, but again, we, uh, we do have something lined up for you guys. So make sure you guys tune on back here on Tuesday for that special podcast. All right, uh, gentlemen, anything else before we wrap it up? No, everything we're good. good. Awesome. All right, well, thank you, AJ. Thank you, Dylan, for coming out tonight, for talking all things Lady Aguilas. Uh, to everyone that's watching and supporting, make sure you guys use the hashtag Lady Aguilas to show the support in English. Uh, and nothing else to say, but to have a good night. Stay safe out there. Please wear your mask. And as always, Arriba la America. Good night. Ladies and gentlemen, this was another production of the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one source for all things Club America in English. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eagle Eye Podcast and get all the latest news and coverage. And subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you may listen.